Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I'm back with another episode of Rosie's Travel Mini Tings. So yes, I'm back with another travel review. Now, I am in between trips right now, so I figured I would go ahead and tell you guys about my trip to Aruba. This trip was back in 2019, but I'm sure it's still good information in case you are planning a trip there or if you want to take your kids there. So this trip, unlike Atlanta, I took my son to Aruba. So it was actually his first time out of the country. And let me just tell y'all, till this day, that's his favoriteest place ever. Like he wants to go back there every year. And at some point we will get there, but I do want to try visiting different countries before we go into our routine of the same country every year. But let's get into it. First and foremost, before we went to Aruba, a lot of people talk about how expensive it is. Like, oh my God, it's expensive. And as y'all know, I ball on a budget. So of course I do my research. I look up some things. The flight isn't that bad. It was like a four hour or so flight from Boston via JetBlue, direct flight nonstop, which is great. Like that's pretty close. If you ask me, the flights weren't that expensive. I believe there were under $400 each round trip, which I think is pretty good considering the fact that everyone continued to say how expensive it is. So one little quick thing I'll say is, um, so because it's so expensive, I did notice, I'm gonna keep it real. I did notice like some of the people at his school when I, when I told them like, okay, he'll be out these days. We're going to Aruba. They kind of gave me a look like, bitch, you can afford it. Like, hold on. Like, I'm telling you, they were just like, oh, I heard it's really expensive. And I'm like, yeah, we're good. We're going. Mind you, it was just him and I. It was a two-person trip, me and my son, that I fully paid for by my damn self. So needless to say, parents, don't feel like you have to, like, spend a bajillion dollars to be able to take your kids out of the country. A lot of people that are traveling right now with or without their children, you guys know that, but there are a lot of people that are kind of hesitant because they're scared to not be able to afford uh, bringing their kid or their kids on trips. Now, if you got more than one kid, I don't know what to tell you. I only know how to travel with one kid. That's all I got. So you gonna have to finagle some things if you got more than one little munchkin. But let's get into it. So one thing I decided to do was buy a lot of our activities, our sightseeing, our tours online before we even step foot in Aruba. And Aruba, some of you guys may or may not know, they call it one happy island. I guess everybody's happy there. It's just a good place for you to be, positive vibes. So I decided to purchase our sightseeing, our activities, our hotel, um, et cetera. I feel like that's low-key a travel hack. A lot of people like to wait till they get there and then they decide what to do and they decide what to pay for. But I feel like if you if you kind of do your research online, TripAdvisor, or just Google in general, and you find activities you know for sure you'll want to do, if you're planning months in ahead, why not just pay for these activities after you've picked the dates that you'll be there, pay for them ahead of time um, once your dates are secured. Therefore, when you get there, you're not really worrying about paying for activities. For me personally, it just feels like paying for everything at once on like day. Okay, <laughs> so I need to chop it up. So I did decide to, one, stay at this resort called Mills. Mills Resorts and Suites, 
but I think they've changed it now. But yes, it's Mills Resorts and Suites. It is not all-inclusive. That's another thing. A lot of people that travel to Aruba want to stay at all-inclusive, and that's fine. However, I didn't want to stay at all-inclusive. One, I feel like the price is ridiculous. Two, we were in the hotel zone. Therefore, the resort that we stayed at, literally, you could walk six minutes outside of the doors of the resort, and you were like on a strip which was the same strip that the all-inclusive hotels were at. And there were hella restaurants, hella shops. It was a very lit place as far as like tourist attractions. However, it had everything you could think of. It had McDonald's. It had like expensive restaurants. It had shops for you to buy trinkets, um, whatever you needed. So for me, it's like, do I really need to stay at an all-inclusive where you're kind of stuck on getting a particular type of food? Or can I kind of blend in with the locals, which I like to do, and kind of experiment and decide which restaurants I want to visit, um, which is what we did, which was a great time. Um, let's get into the resort before I get into the restaurant. So the resort, y'all, it was so cute. I think they've upgraded now. I'll have to look it up, but I believe they upgraded now to like either Hilton or Marriott. So now the price is like ridiculous. But at the time, they were low-key kind of under construction on changing the name um, of their resort. Um, so I think they got bought out. So when we went, um, it was still a little bit under construction um, as far as like the back of the resort. But other than that, you couldn't tell. The rooms were clean, amazing great customer service. They have three different pools. So, and they have a jacuzzi. So they have a jacuzzi. They got a, a pool to the left, a pool to the right, another pool, and they have a swim up bar pool. Um, yeah, swim up bar. And for my son, being the fact that he was able to go to all three pools, because I think, you know, the, the amount of feet that it was, he was able to swim in all three of them. He was like, word to Big Bird. Like, he had hella options. So he would go to this pool. He would go to this pool. He would go to this pool. It just was really amazing to watch him just, you know, be a little fish and decide whichever pool he wanted to swim at. Swim up bar, like I said, was cool. They have drinks, um, alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic drinks. Um, the room, like I said, was very clean. It had a balcony, very beautiful. Um, what else can I say? Okay, I could tell y'all, and you guys may or may not already know, but Aruba is one of the islands with a shitload of iguanas. I'm talking about hella iguanas, hella lizards everywhere. But some of the lizards are cute. Some of them are like blue, some are red, some are orange, but the iguanas are big as hell. And so at the hotel, an example, you just see them everywhere. If you're at the pool, they might be sitting right next to your chair. So I say that to say this, don't start no shit, won't be no shit with the iguanas. I don't know what happens when they get upset, but they were chilling the whole time I was there, so don't fuck with them. So now let's get into some of the restaurants before I get into the excursions um, and the sightseeing. So one of our favorite restaurants while we were there is Salt and Pepper. It is a casual type restaurant. Um, we went there a lot for breakfast. Uh, when I went there, I asked for the Aruban style breakfast. It's pretty similar to American breakfast, but they did have some croquettes and a few different things. Um, definitely recommended extremely reasonably priced sis. Okay. 
Um, again, I went with my son. That was literally his favorite spot. I think we went there two or three times for breakfast while we were there. So I would definitely recommend salt and pepper. Again, it's on the strip right next to the hotel. Um, there's a bunch of different restaurants, but that one did the job for us. The good thing about salt and pepper is they have a sister from another Mr. Restaurant called noise club house, not spelt that way at all. Much fancier than it sounds. That's actually like a 20, 25 minute walk. That is a beachfront clubhouse type restaurant. Again, it's pretty casual. And the good thing about it is if you go to Salt and Pepper or if you go to Noise Clubhouse, you get a little card. Therefore, if you go to either restaurant, if you show them the card and it's been stamped by one of the two restaurants, you get a 15, it's either 10 or 15% off of your final bill because they are sister restaurants. So keep that in mind. Um, noise clubhouse, like I said, it is like a clubhouse. It is on the beach. So it's beachfront, a little bit of a rooftop, casual bar food, very good food, very good customer service overlooking the beach y'all. It was so beautiful. Cause when we went, the sun was about to set. So I caught the sun setting while we were eating our meal and me and my son were like, this is like paradise. It was so beautiful. I'll definitely post that picture. So shout out to those two restaurants. We only went to Noise Clubhouse once, but it was good. And we made it to Salt and Pepper two, three times, like I said, because it was much closer to the resort. Um, Another place we went to, we ate breakfast at this place. They have very, very thin, I think they're Dutch style pancakes. Very, very thin pancakes. I'm talking about the thinnest pancakes I ever did see. So I'm going to get the name of it. Um, Sorry, y'all. I'm not prepared. But it's Dutch style pancakes. And their pancakes was good. It was just really, really thin. I I mean, you definitely going to leave hungry. But there's other stuff you can get as well. Um, I ended up getting some... Freshly squeezed orange juice, which was absolutely fucking disgusting. I mean, a lot of people like freshly squeezed orange juice, but me and my son did not. That was like $5. So I was mad as hell about that random $5 because I was like, ah. So it's called Diana's Pancakes Place. So it was really cool. It is a rooftop spot. No AC in that bitch. So make sure y'all sit somewhere where there's a fan. Um... But it was a good experience. I had Googled it prior. People say that's one place you have to visit. It's like a staple there. So the Pancakes, it is an affordable restaurant. Um, Very casual, once again. Also on the Strip, so make sure you visit. Then let me see, what other restaurants did we go to? So we did also go to another restaurant. Uh, Honestly, I would have to look up the name of it, but the customer service was trash. It was so bad. Like, I can't even remember the name of the restaurant. The food was okay, but it just wasn't good with customer service. Like, they, we literally had to go get them to get the bill. Like, that's how long they disappeared. I was like, you know what? If we was raggedy, we would have walked the fuck off. So when I say we, it was me and my son. But I will, um, I will tell you guys about two women that we met at the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, so back to the restaurants, that restaurant, don't remember the name of it. The food was okay, but the customer service was trash and I can't really think of where else we ate. So fuck it. Let's get into the excursions. So the first thing we did, um, was the 
semi-submarine tour. So a lot of people like snorkeling. I personally, I've never been snorkeling. I would like to, but a bitch is low-key scared. <laughs> I don't know. Something about snorkeling terrifies me, but I think I'm going to try it one day. Um, I think it's just being in the large body of water. Granted, you get on a boat, they take you somewhere else. You get to see the pretty fishes. I'll try it, y'all, one day, one day. But I was like, we can get in a semi-submarine. So it goes halfway into the water. So basically, you get on, you take a boat further out, and then there's another boat there. So the semi-submarine, literally what it sounds like, uh, it's like a boat on top. You can either stand on the top and you'll be over the water, of course, or you can go downstairs, which is like a submarine and there are windows. So you get to see all the fishes and everything while you are under, well, yeah, underwater on the bottom level of the submarine. So they do have a full submarine, but I didn't want to go on that one. I don't know. That just caused a little bit of anxiety. I'm just picturing myself under the water. I was just like, nope. So semi will do. Um, just because I know I knew the top of the boat. If I wanted to, we could just go upstairs and stand um up there instead of actually being under quote unquote water in case I felt the need to. So that was cool. It didn't last too long, maybe about I don't know, 45 minutes or so. So we saw all the pretty fishes. So basically it's snorkeling without snorkeling, like without actually getting wet or getting in the water. And we saw shipwrecks, y'all. I ain't never seen no shipwreck. Think of the Titanic. We saw baby Titanic, okay? Um, there was a couple of them. I think it was probably maybe the same ship, just different pieces. It was so cool. I think it's like one of the coolest things we've ever seen. So my son and I definitely enjoyed that. The water in Aruba is absolutely blue as fuck. Like, it's just such beautiful, beautiful water. And I've been to Jamaica, and I personally think the water in Aruba was much clearer and much bluer in Jamaica. Oh, no. Jamaica's water was much bluer and clearer than Aruba. Aruba's water was beautiful from like the plane or on the boat but on the beach it looked very green to me like very very green that's all i seen so on the airplane i took like you know i like to take sky shots um well from up above and it looked blue as shit so it does look nice but on land it was definitely green but it still looked nice but i will say the water was extremely salty i'm talking about salty to the point that my son on the last day we were there, didn't want to get in the beach no more because the salt cut up his skin so bad. Like, it's just, you get a little bit in your mouth. Oh my goodness gracious. So I know all beach water is salty, but no, theirs was like a level 10 salty. So keep that in mind when you go with the kids. My son definitely thinks he's a fish. He likes to be in the water, but he was all set. Like, that's how bad it was. So keep that in mind. Um, so then we took the boat back to we took the boat back to um, land pretty much, which we boarded on Palm Beach. So Palm Beach is where there's a bunch of um, things to do. I'm sure it's probably like that every beach, but Palm Beach was the closest beach to our resort. So we did go back. Um, another excursion, well, it wasn't an excursion. Another thing we did was sightseeing. Every time I travel to another country, another state, I want to sightsee, especially if it's my first time there. Now, the next time we go back, we won't have to sightsee because we've seen some shit. But I did like the fact that, you know, we were able to see a bunch of landmarks there. So it definitely takes you downtown Aruba. 
to the shopping area. We didn't stop there, but it drove by um, the area where people were shopping. So we didn't have time to stop there. Uh, we also visited the Aruba Aloe, Aloe Museum. So they have a bunch of aloe vera plants. It's like a whole field. I'm talking about endless, endless, endless aloe vera plants, which was cool. Inside, they talk about basically what they do there. They also make a bunch of soaps and lotions. They also have um, cortisone-type cream. I believe the paramedics there use their products to assist with curing for people that have been burned. So um, specific degree burns or some type of skin infections. So it definitely shows you how they make the stuff in the museum, which was pretty cool. We also stopped at Casabri or Casabri. I don't know how to say that. Um, rock formation. You have to climb up these rocks pretty much. And once you get to the top, you basically get a view of, you know, the country, not the whole country, the city, I guess I should say where we were. You get a view. It is absolutely beautiful there. If you look up above, um, over yonder, you do see this thing. It looks like a volcano, but it's not a volcano, but it was such a beautiful sight to see. So you do have to climb up, climb up a bunch of stairs. Uh, nothing to do up there. They ain't shit up there. It's just a rock. You go up there, but you get a beautiful sight of the city. And I think that's good enough. So we went on there as well for the bus tour. Then they took us to the natural rock formation, uh, natural bridge, natural bridge, sorry, natural bridge, which is exactly what the fuck it sounds a natural bridge. That was pretty cool. Beach. It's definitely just a bridge. Uh, You take some pictures and call it a motherfucking day. Like, there really isn't shit to do there. Um, But, again, it's a landmark, so we had to visit the landmark. And lastly, I believe they took us to the California Lighthouse. Um, I think it was closed, or maybe it was open that day, but it might have been closed. But, honestly, it was hot as shit. I did not care to go all the way up them stairs to take a look at the fucking city from that little-ass window, so... I did not go up there, but I did get a cute picture outside. And oh, I almost forgot. Then we stopped at the Alto Vista, Alto Vista, Alto Vista Chapel, Alto Vista Chapel. Yes, that is a Nord or Nord. I don't know how you say any of these words. Forgive me, Aruban people. We stopped at the chapel. Definitely a signature chapel there, I believe, for Catholic folks there. Um, very small church, went inside, you are able to go inside, take pictures, you can sit down, you can pray. Um, again, that's definitely a nice place to visit. Uh, outside of that, they did have a bunch of, they were selling a bunch of, what is it? What can I call it? Uh, what the fuck is the word? Pina coladas. So you were getting authentic pina coladas, that ice cream, they had fresh fruit. I did get the pina colada, which was really good really, really good. It was highly recommended. So I did try that. And I believe that's the only places that they take you only places. Oh, like six places, but it was definitely worth doing. Again, I booked the trip for the sightseeing before we got there. Um, and it was, it was definitely worth the money. It was definitely worth, uh, going on the sightseeing tour. Again, they were able to take us to all these places. I did notice that Aruban people do have a certain accent. I can't exactly tell you what it is, though. But there is an accent. But I also will state that I believe a lot of 
a lot of tourists that go there come from Central America. So it seems like their secondary language um, or the language they cater to secondarily is Spanish. So Spanish speaking people, feel free to visit Aruba because the tour guide was speaking both English and Spanish. So I didn't know that was a thing. So um, just keep that in mind. And yeah, so let me see. That was pretty much all the things that we did while we were there. Um, again, we spent a lot of time at the pool. My son absolutely loved the resort. Um, so about the two ladies we met, I actually met two homegirls that I'm still cool with now. And they were from New York, uh, Chanel and Jerrica. I met them because they were staying at our resort. We got to talking and... We ended up becoming really cool. So when we went to the restaurant that I told you guys about that had the terrible customer service, we all went on there last night, me and my son and them. And it was actually a nice time. They were nice. We still follow each other on Instagram. Um, and it was definitely just nice meeting other black people in Aruba. Can I say there was a lot of black people in Aruba? I've seen a few. I won't say a lot. But I've seen some niggas there. Yeah, we, we was not out there deep, but we were out there. So definitely shout out to those two ladies. Definitely were super nice to my son. Definitely cool ladies doing their thing. So that was pretty cool. I made a couple friends in Aruba that actually were from the United States. And uh, I thought that was, that was nice to share with you guys. So I think that pretty much wraps up my trip to Aruba. Oh, the final thing I will say about Aruba is... um. When people ask how the weather is, I always describe it as the hottest but the coolest place I've ever been to. Now, what the fuck does that mean? It was hot as shit. I'm talking about when I was sitting outside or when I was on the beach, I was literally sweating, but I didn't know I was sweating until it started dripping down my face. However, there is a slight cool breeze that comes out of nowhere. So when you think you're about to pass out, the breeze is like, ah, ah. It's so weird because, again, why don't I know I'm sweating until it's dripping? But the breeze is always there to catch you. So, like I said, it is the hottest, coolest place I've ever visited. I definitely would go again. Like I said, my son wants to. Um, I know I've had girls that have gone there on, on girls' trips. If you're looking for relaxation with your girls, I definitely advise so. I heard it really is romantic. Like the girls that I met, Chanel, and Jerrica, they were like, yeah, we would come back to Aruba, but with a nigga. Like, they were like, I don't know, it was mad romantic for us to be here together. They're best friends. But um, I had a good time with my son, but it's definitely a turn down place. If you're looking for turn up, I don't know if there's turn up in Aruba. I ain't seen it. I ain't never heard anybody say there was turn up unless there's like, there's like this festival they have annually. I forget when it is. I guess that is definitely a turn up because I've seen a lot of black people talk about that. So if you want to turn up, wait for the festival. Other than that, go with your bae, go with your children, go with your girls, just expect to relax. And that's all I have to say about Aruba. It was definitely a good time. I'm glad I purchased um, all my activities and everything prior. When you're out there, there's definitely a lot of people selling timeshares and selling this and selling that. And it can get overwhelming, but shout out to me because I already had ship, ship books, so access D9 for everybody. But um, yes, if Aruba was not on your list, it should be on your list. Like I said, feel free to take your kids on vacation. I know it looks expensive, but if you plan accordingly and you plan far out, you'll be able to take them anywhere your heart desires. So if you're traveling the world, you should be taking your children with you. 
if you choose not to that's your business but you should so that's it and that's all y'all stay tuned for another episode in a couple weeks you'll have to see where me and my son are going to next i'll definitely come back give you guys all the details and as always thank you for listening And until next time, y'all, oh, if you want to follow me to see my pictures and everything, you can either follow the Instagram page for my podcast at the underscore Rosie underscore perspective, or you can follow my travel page, travel underscore with Rosie. Until next time, y'all. Bye.